ever stop to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners from every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes this week to our listeners in the countries of Germany, Canada, and China, and in the states of Tennessee, North Carolina, and Maryland, and to all of you for helping us reach a new high of 160,000 listeners. Because you keep listening, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on Voice America, the leader in live internet talk radio. In addition to our amazing guests, I always include a tip of the week, a silver lining story, and the name of an archangel or other masters who are able to help you grow and heal personally, professionally, and spiritually. To open up your spiritual awareness and absorb the information in today's show at a higher level of consciousness, I encourage you to say these two sentences out loud or in a whisper with me. I am a peaceful soul. I am a being of light. And now for your tip for the week from my ebook, 33 Tips for Self-Empowerment. Self-empowerment connects you to your limitless higher self, giving you an inner foundation of love, eliminating fear and bringing in peace and joy. Your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine and through that love you can heal yourself and the planet. For today's topic, your tip is monitor your progress. If you're working on releasing your anger, for instance, ask yourself these four questions. Is the intensity of my anger diminished? Is the duration of my anger shorter? Is my recovery time faster? Is the amount of time between angry outbursts greater? When you're changing a behavior, it's important to notice small changes over time. Give yourself credit for your progress and celebrate your victories. All too often we think in terms of black or white, yes or no, 100% or 0%. We believe that if we have achieved our our goal with 100% effectiveness, we haven't accomplished anything. The more we are able to focus on what we have accomplished and acknowledge our successes, the better we will feel about ourselves and the faster we will reach our goal. It's also important to allow ourselves to feel and express anger in an appropriate fashion. There is such a thing as righteous anger. In other words, sometimes our anger is justified. In those instances, use your anger to take the action needed to stand up for yourself. Some of us think that anger is always bad. This is just not the case. Anger is a human emotion and we must be able to feel and express our emotions and then let them go without feeling guilty. 
If we suppress our feelings, including anger, they get stuck in our body where they either become a physical or emotional condition. If we do this enough, it can lead to life-threatening illness, chronic pain, depression, anxiety, abuse, addictions, and other mental and physical problems. Alternatively, our anger simmers under the surface like a pressure cooker until it finally boils over and comes out in an explosive fashion over something totally unrelated to what is the true source of our anger. How we express anger does matter. Screaming at people or abusing them physically, mentally, emotionally, or sexually is not a healthy way to express anger or to take it out on ourselves is also unhealthy. Using our anger to right a wrong or to stand up for ourselves is a healthy expression of anger. Know the difference and work on expressing your anger in healthy, not unhealthy ways. Good mental health means taking care of the feelings we like and the ones we don't like. This builds resilience, which allows us to handle each situation in the way that is appropriate and healthy. My next workshop is Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. No matter what's going on in your life or in the world, you can always find something to be grateful for. Happiness is the result of how we think about our circumstances and not what our circumstances are. When we focus on the negative, that's all we see and we miss the amazing things that are good in our lives. I've learned to notice what I wish were different, but not dwell on it. I no longer get stuck in the pain and drama. Instead, I keep my attention on the good things, the things that make me smile and bring me joy and hope. From that place of gratitude and happiness, it's easy to bring in more of the same so that the good things keep multiplying. When something is especially challenging in my own life, I focus on what I'm learning and how I'm growing in wisdom, knowledge, strength, patience, compassion, empathy, and or love, including self-love. And I remember all that I have to be grateful for. When something is horrific in the world, like the mass killings or the um, caging of people at our borders, I say a prayer for them and then do my best to focus on the helpers and all of the loving kindness in the world. I mourn, I pray, and then I find hope and gratitude wherever I can and focus on that. On average, 80% of our thoughts are negative. And 80% of our thoughts are negative, and even worse, 90% of our thoughts about ourselves are negative. We worry one to eight hours a day. Most heart attacks occur Sunday night due to worry about work, yet only 8% of what we worry about actually happens. Negative thoughts eat up our time, energy, health, and self-esteem and spread negativity to others. We must discover new ways of thinking and focus on hope and silver linings. Our lives and peace in the world depend on it. In our time together, you will learn how to shift your thoughts from fear, worry, and negativity to hope. Find the silver linings in every situation and have compassion for yourself and others. 
We will meet on Saturday, December 7th at 2 p.m. For details and registration, go to drpaulajoyce.com. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me for individual or group coaching or invite me to give a speech or to present this workshop or another one like overcoming abuse in your area. Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of uplift your life nourishment of the spirit. We all have choices. Choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive in every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques inspirational stories and guests who are thought leaders in their field like our guest today, Captain Dan Willis, who is here to talk with us about healing mind and heart, relieving PTSD, depression, and anxiety. I received this email after our show last week with Dr. Barbara Natterson Horowitz, who talked about what animals have to tell us about raising adolescent children. It's fascinating to learn that animal adolescence has been so closely observed and can be directly correlated to humans. Thank you for reminding us what we can learn from the creatures who share our world. Dr. Horowitz had some counterintuitive insights that are helpful to anyone who knows an adolescent. She pointed out that protecting our children from danger is not giving them the skills they need to be successful adults. Like animal parents, we need to teach our adolescents life skills by taking them into situations where we can show them how to identify a dangerous situation or person and also how to respond in a way that keeps them safe. She also shared some great information on helping children manage social media. Again, it isn't about limiting usage. It's about teaching them how to handle potentially harmful situations. With the rise of depression, anxiety, and suicide among our children, Dr. Horowitz's advice is important and potentially life-saving. If you miss this show, I encourage you to listen by clicking on the episode link on this page. For more on raising emotionally healthy children, please listen to some of our shows like September 24th, 2015 with Teresa Graham Brett, Rethinking Parenting, Creating Empowering Relationships with Our Children. May 7, 2015 with James Caldwell, The Truth About Bullying, and December 8th, 2016 with Jerry Lynch. Put the fun back into playing sports. You can hear these shows or any others that you may have missed or want to listen to again. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access anytime, day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or when you need hope, comfort or inspiration. Whenever it is, I'm here for you. Now it's time for my silver lining story. 
Sometimes life comes at us with a series of challenging experiences to help us grow. That happened to me yesterday with three righteous anger experiences, one right after the other. The first one was the most frustrating of the three. I kept being sent back and forth between two companies. Each company was telling me that the other company was responsible. I literally made four calls to each company, alternating between them, trying to get all of my questions answered. It was so crazy that one company finally offered to have their manager call me. I finally got some answers, understanding, and a commitment that he would talk to the other company about the problem I was experiencing. I accomplished the most I could. It was only mildly satisfying, but I felt good about persevering and standing up for what I knew to be right. The second call was to a company that has an automated phone system. Every time I call them, it literally takes me 10 minutes to get to a living human being. The system keeps not understanding my responses and says, let's try this another way. When I finally got a human being, I told her about my ongoing problem and their phone system and that I tell them every time I call, yet nothing changes. This time she heard me and gave me a direct phone number so I don't have to deal with that automated system in the future. That was a big win for me. Then she quickly and efficiently handled my problem. My third call was to a company who had charged me $5 for something that they advertised as free. Normally I might have let a $5 charge go, but I felt taken advantage of and lied to. And it was morally wrong. I thought if they do that to a 1,000 people who ignore it, that's $5,000 in their pocket that they didn't earn. At some point, we have to stop, stop saying it's okay when it isn't. The customer service person argued with me and tried to avoid giving me the $5 credit. I asked for her manager and told her um, that if she didn't, refund my money, I was going to contest the charge with my credit card company. At that point, she finally gave me the refund that I deserved. Why would I make such a fuss over $5? Because we have to say enough at some point. If we don't pay attention to our emotions and our moral compass, then we put ourselves in harm's way. These little injustices build up inside of us and they strip us of our personal power and our ability to take action in the world. Sometimes it's necessary to draw a line. Even the smallest action matters when we're talking about our ability to act on our own behalf and to make a difference in the world. I say this affirmation whenever I need peace of mind during the day. When I'm going to sleep or when I wake up in the middle of the night and in the morning, I highly recommend that you do the same. Sometimes I repeat it over and over again in my head or in a whisper. It really does help. You can say it with me now. Peace in my mind. Peace in my body. Peace in my spirit. Peace in my soul. Our guest, Captain Dan Willis took appropriate action to solve a big problem that he identified. Dan served as a police captain, homicide detective, wellness unit coordinator, and SWAT commander. 
He is a graduate of San Diego State University and the FBI National Academy. He currently instructs nationwide on trauma, PTSD, and the process of healing. He's the author of Bulletproof Spirit, the First Responders Essential Resource for Protecting and Healing Mind and Heart. His book won the Books for a Better Life Award. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. As Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. And Mahatma Gandhi said, be the change you want to see in the world. Mother Teresa said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the waters to create many ripples. If you believe this while listening to the commercials, go to my website, Dr. Paula Joyce.com to like and recommend us on Facebook or click on the link on this page. Then also friend Paula Joyce and I'll send uplifting messages between shows and help you be part of the solution. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world. Then read about and register for my new workshop, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings, or contact me to schedule one in your area. Also click on past guest Maureen St. Germain's banner for her guided meditations, five books and classes, her trained Akashic records guides will help you navigate your way through life. Your question for today is what behavior do you want to change? Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dan Willis, who's here to talk with us about healing mind and heart, relieving PTSD, depression, and anxiety. what makes the most successful people tick keep listening to the voice america empowerment channel VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. be the best that you can be dr paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session dissolve hidden barriers to your goals solve your most challenging problems and unleash your inner power visit paulajoyce.com or call dr paula the life doctor at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation whether it's individual or group business or personal attain success with ease mention that you heard this on uplift your life and receive 10 percent off your first service call 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com today time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top-ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you or if you want to help sponsor the show, make a donation or become part of the conversation today, please call 888-346-9141. Or email Dr. Paul at drpaulajoyce.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down what behavior you want to change. And I'm so pleased to welcome Captain Dan Willis, who's here to talk about with us about healing mind and heart, relieving PTSD, depression, anxiety, and, and more. Um it's a pleasure to have you on the show, and um, I, I have great respect for what you do and your self-awareness and how um, how much of a difference you're making to our world, really, through the work that you're doing. Could you please talk to us about how you sort of woke up and and became interested in um, what led to this book of Bulletproof Spirit? Well, certainly good morning, Paula, and thank you for having me. I was a police officer for 30 years, and about six or seven years into the job, I realized I had lost the ability to feel. I had become very distant, uh, isolated, uh, less and less involved and engaged with my family. My stepgirls, just with the normal activities that I used to truly love, uh, I was becoming more and more just, um, I, I call it your heart suffocating. So I just didn't care about things like I used to. And it was from just the daily traumas of what police officers or any first responder deals with. It can really work to suffocate our heart. And we can become jaded and callous. And then you're no good to anybody. And um, thank goodness I had that realization early on. And um, over the years, I learned what truly is powerful and truly effective in helping to to release the, the great healing capacity of our heart. And when we, uh, when we live a life of love and compassion and mercy and trying to make a difference, it really does uplift us from depression and, and from uh, other negativity of life, and it truly was a life experience throughout my whole career of learning um, just how to counteract all the, the darkness and evil and traumas of uh, what it means to be a cop and to continue to serve, making a difference, and helping people. Um, you know, I love what you're saying, and I do a lot on Facebook to try to lift people's spirits, and I love some of the posts that um, show policemen 
there are two in particular that stand out. One where um, he, the police were called because the kids were making a lot of noise playing basketball in the street and or playing ball in the street. And he got out of the patrol car and started playing with them. <laughs> instead of um, telling them what they were doing wrong. Um, and, and, and there was another one recently where uh, a, a mother was stopped because she didn't have car seats for her children, and instead of ticketing the mother, the policeman bought her two car seats because she couldn't afford them. And you know, it's stories like that that touch all of our hearts, but I think they're living examples of what you're talking about that, you know, you can follow the letter of the law or you can, uh, which we have to, but also police with love and compassion. Absolutely. And that's, you know, I have always said that compassion is the DNA of service. And that is what it means to be a cop or a firefighter, a nurse, um, a paramedic. Any, any first responder, I mean, the, the whole purpose of human life is to serve and to do good and to have the will and compassion to help others. And when we don't do that, we can really tend to suffer. Um, I mean, I, I, I've, I've done countless things like that. Uh, I mean, the job is just not all about finding criminals and putting them in jail. And we don't get a chance to save a life every day, but we can affect in a positive way many, many people's lives every single day, every single call for service, whether it's a kid that crashed on a bike or a homicide scene. And, and if you're putting your heart in your work and being driven to make that difference, you'll be aware of the needs of people and you'll be driven to do things like buy a car seat for a mom that doesn't have the money to do it. Or all the other countless things that officers and first responders are doing that people never hear about, but the, they really are out there trying the healthy ones You know, I wish there were, there's so many TV shows about police and and first responders, and I wish some of these would begin to show more of what you're talking about, even, you know, a real life series. Um, And and it's, it's not only about first responders, it's also about all of us, because we all have a choice to judge harshly or to look at a situation with mercy and compassion. Absolutely. We can either judge harshly or love deeply. And uh, I choose to love deeply because that is what's productive awareness. That is what uh, really uh, brings in the beauty of life and the preciousness of life and the enjoyment of life. And uh, no matter what we're doing, it is to infuse that with uh, as much love and caring and helpfulness as we can. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I love your message, and it's in complete alignment with what I believe and, and what I talk about and try to help people um, learn and, and incorporate into their lives. You know, talking about TV, and then we can let that go, but one of the things that really bothers me is that 
whether it's doctors or um, detectives or whoever, at the end of the show or somewhere in the in the middle, there's always, almost always, a scene where people are at a bar, and that's you know how they unwind, and it's so destructive to send a message to the world that the only way to feel better at the end of a hard day is to drink a beer or hard liquor. Absolutely. And the two worst things that we do to ourselves, not just first responders, I'm assuming anyone, is uh, isolate ourselves from people closest to us and just normal life activities and drink. And there's a statistic out there that says if you have symptoms of post-traumatic stress and you drink, the chances of taking your own life increases 10 times. So, I mean, and it's a, a terrible thing that, that, that we do. It, alcohol has a depression. If you're depressed and you drink, it's not going to help you feel great all of a sudden. And, and as those are the two worst things, the uh, two best things that we can do, anyone, is to be aware of the disease decisions and options that we have every single moment in the things that we are doing and to learn to make the decision to do that, which is the most compassionate and the most life-affirming for us in any moment. And that will really be productive of wellness, help relieve uh, a lot of anxieties and depressions because it's giving us a sense of purpose. Everyone needs a sense of purpose in their life beyond their own self-interest to be well. So how do you help people change their behavior in, instead of grabbing that beer at the end of the day and driving themselves farther into a, a negative state of mind? How do you help people change that behavior so that they do life-affirming um, choice, make life-affirming and compassionate choices? I love what you're saying. Well, I think the main thing is first is just raising consciousness, is letting people know just how terribly destructive alcohol can be, especially when you're suffering and you're struggling. It's just the absolute worst thing that, that we can do. And beyond just now letting them know of the destructiveness of it, you've got to give them something constructive to do, to do in its place. And there's five uh, essential components that I, I teach and provide people with that will really help them remain resilient and uh, enjoying life and, and purpose. And that is practicing gratitude. There's all kinds of science behind uh, the health benefits, psychologically, emotionally, and physically, of just expressing gratitude, being more aware of all the great and beautiful, wonderful things in life that we have to be grateful for. The second is uh, practicing being more positive, speaking, believing, um, and thinking more positively about ourselves, about uh, our circumstances and how we can positively influence them. Uh, the third is remaining active and engaged in life, especially out in nature. There's all kinds of science about the healing benefit and the peace of being in nature. And the fourth is just practicing mindfulness, just living in the present moment, moment to moment, and not dwelling on things that have already happened or worried about things in the future. Because when we're not focused on the present moment, we're robbing ourselves of the opportunity to make the present moment both meaningful and productive awareness. And then finally, it's just having a purpose, a purpose about our work, a purpose in our lives that's beyond our self-interest. 
And these are five simple, easy things that anyone can do. We have complete control over. And the more we practice them, the more natural they'll become and the healthier and happier people will absolutely be. Uh, well, they are all well-documented and and powerful uh, strategies for uh, living a more positive and physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy life. So I, I love that you've um, uh, simplified it. And, and yet I know the program that you work with and that you teach is um, far broader than that. And, and that it, uh, you know, these are five takeaways for all of us. Give us a glimpse into um, something else that you think is really powerful. I mean, one thought that's coming to mind, let me try to focus it, is... Uh, There has to be a tremendous strain on family uh, to have somebody who, to live with somebody who's a first responder and who may not be able to be there to celebrate all of the happy occasions with the family. What, What suggestions do you have? How do you help people deal with that? Well, one thing is, is first responders need to truly realize how difficult it is to be married to us. You know, uh, it, 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 I, I can't, I can't even begin to mention all the uh, birthdays and everything else that I missed because I'm working all night and they're sleeping in the daytime and working weekends or holidays and, and call outs in the middle of the night and everything else. And uh, I, I've always have told people to first we got to be aware or self-aware of how a job might be affecting not only us, but our relationships at home. And to try to make up for those things. Just don't say that's just the way it is. But, okay, I missed this time with my family, or I had to leave, I wasn't there. But let's think of something uh, within a short period of time where you can make that up to them. And, and, and prove, work on consciously putting in the effort every day to prove to the people closest to you, that they are the most important thing in your life. Not by what you say, but by your actions and what you actually do and the quality of time that you spend with them. If something matters to you, it should get your time and your attention. And, and, and uh, we really need to be proving our love and our caring to those closest to us every single day. And I always tell first responders that at least once a year, it should happen actually more. Sit down to your spouse, your life partner, and say something like, I understand how hard it is to be married to me. You didn't just marry me, but you married the police department or the fire department or whatever, and all the issues and problems and stress and trauma that comes with that. What do you need from me so I can help you get to my career? In the 4,000 officers I've taught in the last five years, I've only had three tell me they've had that conversation. And mm. your life partner will have all kinds of things to say. Listen to them. Thank them for sharing that. Say you'll do your best to help do that. And then tell them what you need from them. So you're both openly communicating and sharing and telling each other what you need and what would be helpful to one another. So you can both help each other get through these really, really hard, unique uh, marriages. But it is not inevitable that our marriage will suffer. 
Um, I mean, being a first responder is a great, great profession. I love being a cop every day for 30 years. And a married uh, relationship with a first responder could be a beautiful, wonderful relationship that just takes up extra work and effort and communication. I, I love what you're saying and the positive attitude around it. Um, you know, you you keep talking about uh, a life of service, and I think we sometimes forget that that's what first responders are about. There's um, so much negativity that's been implanted in the public's mind that I think we've forgotten how to be grateful and how much we rely upon and need uh, the service provided with a kind heart by our first responders. Um, So I I think it's a a two-way street. And we need to go to break now. And when we come back, I'd like to continue this very important conversation. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, go to my website, drpaulajoyce.com, to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the information on all our shows and the chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process from my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Albert Einstein talked about between sleeping and waking was a gift from the spiritual realm that helps my clients align their conscious and unconscious mind and move forward with ease and speed. They change from the inside out, creating lasting change and self-empowerment. Now in your paper, write down what first responders do you know who need to hear this radio show program. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Dr. Dan Willis to talk more about healing mind and heart, relieving PTSD, depression, anxiety, and more. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective. From leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission, Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Dr. Paula at drpaulajoyce.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down what first responders you know who need to hear this program. Remember to listen at the end of the show today to learn how a group of angels called the FO9 can help you. And I'm so glad we're here with Captain Dan Willis talking about healing mind and heart, relieving PTSD, depression, anxiety, and more. Um, uh, Dan, I know that there are some treatments for PTSD, uh, and we were talking some during the break. Would you talk to us about EMDR and how... Anyone, whether you're a first responder or anyone um, with PTSD, and I, I just want to add before you answer that it's PTSD is becoming much more common in the general population with all of the trauma, the fires, the tornadoes, the hurricanes, the um, mass killings. There is so much happening in our world now that is causing PTSD to emerge in not just our first responders and vets and and people who are in constant danger, but those of us who are experiencing even one-time trauma. So I encourage everyone to pay special attention to this. Dan, would you tell us about EMDR, please? Yes, certainly. Uh, EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. It's probably the most powerful and effective treatment to heal from traumas to heal from post-traumatic stress than any others. And there's several treatments for PTSD. I've had EMDR done myself. And uh, I, I can testify firsthand how powerfully effective it was in bringing me to wholeness and healing. And if anyone uh, is interested, there's over 20,000 EMDR certified therapists throughout the country. If they go to emdria.org, There'll be a, a tab on the right, find a therapist. You click on that. You can type in your, your city, and it'll bring up every EMDR certified therapist in your area. And it, it truly is a powerful way to heal trauma. And what, what trauma really is is any experience 
that has the potential to significantly uh, affect you in a bad, negative way over a long period of time. And pretty much every human being is going to have those trauma experiences at some point in, in their life. And trauma can injure your brain, and that's what post-traumatic stress is, an injury to your brain's ability to be normal and to process life. And that injury can absolutely be healed. Thank you for saying that. I, I, you, you actually say so many things that that I have as well, and I appreciate it because people don't understand that just one instance of trauma can affect you for your entire life. We put it aside, we bury it, we say, "Oh well, that happened. I'm okay. I, I you know, I don't need help." But then it builds under the surface. So talk to us a little bit more about what happens when we experience any kind of trauma um, growing up or early in life as an adult and and how domestic violence and other traumatic experiences in childhood can impact us for the rest of our lives if we don't deal with it in a positive way. Well, Paula, I like to view it as uh, seeing ourselves as a computer. And the the program within us um, is what enables us to experience life to the fullest. So if you've had traumatic experiences, uh, especially early on in life as a child, uh, I see that as a virus, a virus that has entered into the program of your computer, which can slow it down, can affect its operating system, can affect how you see life, how you see yourself, how you react to things. And, and if you have multiple and complex traumas throughout your life, um, it, it's just going to get more and more negatively affected with your brain being able just to function and, and to work properly at its highest level. So it can build up to the point where it just, a part of your brain that functions and deals with life and processes things just kind of breaks down. And that's when you start having the symptoms of post-traumatic stress. So uh, traumas, no matter how you experience them, are poisonous to your inner spirit, they're toxic, and they're also cumulative, especially if you're not doing anything on the proactive side to constructively uh, work through, like you say, not to suppress them uh, and try to, to uh, firstly forget them, but to bring them out. You know, say something to someone, hey, something's going on inside, I don't like, I need some help, and deal with stuff in a positive, constructive way so it can be released and, and the brain can get back to functioning normally. Thank you. And we were also talking about secondary PTSD, which ties in with this. And so would you talk with us a little bit about that and how it affects first responders and their families? Well, well, that's what we call secondary trauma, uh, us experiencing trauma from somebody else's traumatic experiences. For example, first responders dealing with victims of violence and investigating that and learning what happened to them traumatizes us. Us bringing home maybe uh, things from work, traumatic experiences uh, in our family can uh, be affected and, and actually traumatized by things that we might share with them. So, uh, you know, trauma is just really 
extremely powerful in its in its plastic effects, no matter how we experience it, firsthand or secondhand. And, and um, we just need to be more aware of that and not think that, oh, I should be affected by this. You know, I just heard about this or, or uh, this wasn't that big of a deal. But if we're affected by something, that's a big deal. And, and there's nothing wrong. We're all human. We all fear. We all suffer. We all bleed like everyone else. We're all vulnerable to suffer from trauma and the, the uh, bad negative experiences of life that are unfortunately a part of life. And, and that's what hurts us more than anything else is thinking that we shouldn't suffer from it or I don't have a right to, to suffer from that. And that wasn't that big of a deal. That acknowledge things. And that's the only way they're going to get processed and released so you can come to wholeness. Well, or the belief that, you know, being macho, being a strong man means that you don't cry, you don't feel, you just suck it up, you just keep going. And, and, and as opposed to finding help. Exactly. I mean, we're all human beings. And um, the, the people that try to pretend like they're not, those are the ones that are really vulnerable to suffer from these facts. Of trauma, and, and uh, we are emotional human beings, uh, and, and we get affected by by these uh, traumatic, terrible things that sometimes we witness or experience, or just a part of a part of life. And, and uh, we have to just acknowledge that these things do affect us, and there's always a path of hope. There's always the promise that we can get well and heal and be whole again. Thank you so much. And I I want to emphasize that this is coming from a SWAT commander (laughs) and a captain of a police force um, and a homicide detective. This is so important coming from you that people hear this with a different ear. Um, Captain Dan Willis, thank you so very, very much for being on the show and for having the courage and insight to do what you're doing in the world and to spread the word. And I encourage everyone to purchase Bulletproof Spirit, the first responders, essential resource for protecting and healing mind and heart. This isn't only for first responders. This is for people. Um, And also go to the website firstresponderwellness.com for more information. Thank you for sharing with our audience, and I bless you on your path, Dan. Thank you. And I want to thank... You're welcome. And I want to thank my audience for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to drpaulajoyce.com, like us on Facebook, register for my new workshop, Discovering Hope and Silver Linings. Read my latest blog, learn about my services, including coaching, speaking, hands-on healing or remote healing, reading the Akashic Records, past life regressions, house and office clearings, dream interpretation, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as um, 
walking the labyrinth or overcoming abuse. If you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support, guidance, and healing from the spiritual realm. The archangels, angels, and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process helps you remove hidden blockages and connects you your mind, body, and soul directly resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally, and physically. My private and corporate clients improve their health, wealth, and relationships. Click on the link to contact me and see for yourself. Now I want to introduce you to the FONIA group of angels who are here to help us feel inner peace. Ask for their help daily in addition to whoever else you pray to in order to feel at peace. Use your own words or say something like, I call upon the FONI and I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be at peace. You can even be more specific and say something like, I give you permission in a positive way only to help me be at peace even in a stressful situation or traumatic situation. Pay attention to signs, synchronicity, and new information. This is a process, not an event. Trust that they are helping you because they are. Also, click on past guest Maureen St. Germain's banner for her guided meditations. Five books and classes, her trained Akashic Records guides, will help you navigate your way through life. Please join us next Thursday right here when Frank Joseph will discuss military encounters with extraterrestrials November 14th when Darren Cockburn will talk about living a life of harmony peace and kindness and November 21st when Corin Grillo will discuss the angel experiment. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Dr. Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. All is loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Bless you and have a beautiful week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until then, have a positive week.